0: The
1: Adventures of Superman, Batman's Great Mystery, Episode 3 Just 12 days ago, the famous Batman woken Robin and his young companion from sleep and told him Batman, I'm going away Robin, I can't tell you where or why, I hope to be back within a week But if I'm not, well you may never see me again then, when 12 days passed, Batman did not return. A very worried Bat-Robin appealed to the aid of Carl Kent, who, as we know, know, is Superman. Searching the clue in Batman's study, Kent discovers a recently made recording, conversation between Batman and mysterious Mr. Jones. Man has somehow learned that Batman was really a wealthy young man named Bruce Wayne, who threatened that unless Batman would complicate him to the unnamed destination, you reveal his secret to the world. The desperate search failed to discover any trace of Batman or the mysterious Mr. Jones. But early in the evening, police to- inspector Henson, phoned Kent and Robin, told him to get to the most auditorium. There, before a huge crowd, a tall, marked figure wearing a skin-tight costume, cape, bat-like hood, and mask walked out the stage to dress the gathering. Another word for People, sounds, movement, murmuring Robin, look Mr. Kent, it's Batman Kent, it certainly looks like him, Dick Robin, it's him, or else I'm dreaming Kent, you're not dreaming, Stone. Robin, but how could he be here, safe and sound While letting us think he might be dead Kent, I don't know Robin, oh is it, oh, there's something screaming going on, Kent Must be, can't imagine Batman addressing a selfish, bigot crowd like this Batman, ladies and gentlemen Kent, he's sharing his studying speech. Listen. Batman, it's a great pleasure and privilege to address his splendid organisation. Robin, that's Batman, all right. Batman, I am a whole lot of sympathy with your views. I am convinced the future of a great country rests in your hands. Hands of those of the others all over the United States who think the way you do. Well, there's the people. Robin, did you hear that, Miss Kent? He's with the mob. mob." Kent, yes. I I can't believe it, Dick. Robin. But why? Batman told me once. You told me a thousand times, this bunch of selfish bigots. You said they were managed to our country. Kent, they are. I can't understand this. What do you think? Kent, wait, Dick. Let's hear this. Batman, this country wants us to send no. all hard earned food, clothing, seed, and agricultural equipment to nations of Europe. Share so yeah, what we have with the unfortunate. They say, well, I say, don't do anything of the kind. They have to take care, they have to take care of themselves. People are wondering. Robin, holy smokes, Kent, we must be dreaming. Kent, no, you're not, Dick. Robin, Batman, always said that the only decent humane thing to do was to help the starving people in Europe. Kent, I know. he went to Washington with me a few months ago. They say the same thing. I can't understand why. Why? Wait, listen. Batman, why should we give our bread? And cotton and steel machinery to someone else i ask you why europeans want the necessaries and luxuries of life let them make them themselves robin how can you say that When well, he knows their farms and factories and homes have been destroyed in the war and all you're asking you for is our help with getting their feet again can i think i'm going to see what's behind this, Dick. Robin, yeah what can't tell you later listen Robin, batman funny we have our own troubles to worry about. Now let's not talk about you too. They You got into a mess without our help. Now let them get out of it without our help. Cheers. Robin. Cheap as my ears must be playing tricks with me, Mr. Kent. Can't believe Batman ever say such rotten, selfish things. Kent, neither do I. Batman. The less we have to do the foreigners, the better. Let them stew in their own juice. Now, in closing, ladies and gentlemen, let me urge you to, again to refuse the aid of Europe. We work hard for what we have, so let's not give away a, a lot of foreigners. I thank you. Cheers. Well Batman spoke like a selfish bigot and rabble roused of Mr. Kent. Kent, like one of the worst kind. Dick, the meeting's over. Come on. Well I can't believe it. He's just the same as... As it's let those poor, you just let, the, he just, it's just the same as he said, let those poor people starve over there. Those, those poor people over there starve. Kent, that's what he said, but I know Batman for years, I know he hates narrow bickets and purse pots like the un American as much as you and I, all decent Americans, hate them. Well, then, why did he say those awful things? Kent, my hunch is he was forced to do this. Kent, were you forced? Kent, uh-huh. Well, what makes you think so? Kent, remember the recording we found in Batman's study? Batman, oh, yeah, you mean the f- fellow Jones, he? Kent, yes, look, Batman, just went into a dressing room. Here's our chance to find out. Come on, door opens. Kent, there he is, Dick. Robin, happily. Batman, hey, Batman. Batman, hello, Dick. How are you, Kent? Kent, alright, Batman, but Robin, where have you been? Why did you tell me I might never see you again? Why haven't I? Well, then, whoa, wait a minute, it's been a long story I can't go into it now Because I've got another speaking engagement and we're no fools Robin, gee whiz Kent, look, Batman we've, We're all free alone now So you can drop the pose and take straight We heard your speech tonight And now we want to know Batman, oh, you did? How do you like it? Robin thought it smelled. Batman, really? I thought it was quite good. Kent, oh, cut that out, Batman. We know why you made that filthy American speech tonight. You see, we found that recording. Batman blankly recording? What recording, Kent? That Robin, the one that meant this to find, of course. The one that made the night you left a conversation between you and that fellow Jones. Robin, Batman blankly. Uh, Quickly. Oh, what? that. When you heard him say you knew you were Bruce Wayne if you didn't go away with him, you'd tell the whole world that's why you made his speech tonight, wasn't it, Batman? Because Jones threatened to tell everyone you're Bruce Wayne you don't go along with him. Is that right, Batman? Well, I Kent I'm surprised you went along with it, no matter what it meant to you, Batman. You have a great deal of influence and prestige, you know. A lot of people believe your lies just because you are because you say them. Robin, it's right. Batman hard voice. But they're not ones and lies. But okay. Robin What? Batman I told the truth, Robin. You must be out of your my head. Kent, now listen, Batman. Even this fellow Jones is seeding so scary you so going in scary you, you turn into coward or else? Batman now wait. Get this straight. I'm either coward nor my of my mind, Kent. Now, as I said before, I've got another speaking engagement. So before, I have to ask you to leave. Yes. Oh, you don't? No, you do, don't. You're not going to brush me off that easy, Batman. We've been friends for years. I'll find. Well, Wait a minute, Mr Kent. Let me talk to him alone. Kent, but look. Robin, I know him better than you. Will you wait outside, me, please, in your car? Baron, look. I'm a hurry, Dick. I told you. Robin, I don't care, puppy. You and I are going to have a little powwow right now. Go, please, Miss Kent. Kent. Well, all right, Dick. I'll wait for you in my car. Those feeds, floorly, closes, leaves. Robin, all right. Now we're alone. You just mean that, ma'am. Robin, just. To start talking. Alone in dress room and murder support, Dick Grayson, who really robin. Appeals his tall costume companion. Robin well, we never had any secrets to each other, Batman, so So come on, tell me what the troubles you, you're in. Batman, I'm not in trouble any trouble, Dick. Robin, don't forgive give me that. You wouldn't just disappear for about two weeks. Let me worry about himself sick. Then make a rotten end. Of- an American speech, like, like some dirty rabble-rouser, unless you... Batman, watch your tongue, you brat? What, Robin, what did you call me? Batman, I called you a brat. Now get this through your head. I mean what I said in my speech tonight. And oh, well, I've been seeing things differently of later. Late. Robin, holy smokes, again. Must be right. Either you're yellow or you're nuts. Batman, I warned you, Robin. What's your tongue, Batman? You watch yours you never talked to me this way before. You're not going to start now. Batman, skip it. I've got another speaking engagement, so I've got to go. Warren, wait. Please don't go until we had this out. Batman, take your hands off me. Warren, please, Batman, you've got to listen. You've got to. Batman, I said, let go. Send her a punch. Warren, oh, send a body falling. Batman, that'll hold you, little punk. Door opens, Jerry. Time to go back. Hey, what happened to the kid? Batman, he got tough. I had to go take a poke at him. I said, let's go, Jerry. Jerry, say, hey, he looks like a pretty, he's pretty hurt. His head's cut. Batman, so what? He banged it against the radiator when he went down. he would be okay. Come on, let's go. Without a backward glance, a full of Robin who lies huddled on the floor unconscious. tall figure in the famous Batman costume strides from the dressing room With a man he calls Jerry. How can this brutal scene have taken place between Batman and Robin, inseparable as brothers? How can it possibly what can it possibly mean? Mystery Deepens even more. Find out more in Episode four Episode four The Adventures of Superman Batman's Great Mystery after telling Robin his young companion that they might never see him again, the famous Batman disappeared. And 12 days later, while Robin and Silverman hunted desperately for him, Batman apparently reappeared without notifying his friends. They were rabble raising an American speech in the b- 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 Auditorium. Unable to believe their ears, Batman Superman, Silverman and Robin, in the guises of Clark Clinton and Grayson, respectively, hurried to Batman's dressing room of his speech, but when they had given a cold reception, Robin asks Batman Kent to leave. He appealed to Batman to explain his amazing behaviour. He's out of a moment, a man considered his dearest friend, turned him viciously. While Kent returned a short time later, he meets with a stunning shock. Great Sir Scott, that's the floor, footsteps. Robin, Robin, what's the matter? What's happened? Oh, he's unconscious. I'd better get him to the doctor fast. Up with him. Here we are now. Up and away. Sound of flying as Batman Superman Kent rashed Dick to the office to a nearby doctor where the boy is treated for a skull wound. Now, a while later, Robin's alone with Kent. I broken and close to tears, Robin. He hit me, Mr. Kent. Batman hit me. He called me a brat and then he slugged me. You never did anything like that before. Ever, never. Kent, I know Dick. Robin, you never even lost his temper with me before. Can't understand it, Mr. Kent. I just can't understand it. Kent, I can't understand that any more than I, I can understand Batman making a scene, an American speech at the Why has he heard himself? I never thought, if I hadn't heard it myself, I never would have believed it. Well, look, Mr. Kent, do you suppose a fellow Jones, a man we heard on the work called him Batman, you think he's making him act this way? Kent could be, could be, but a Batman I knew would have not Jones down, regardless of what he he meant to him before he could make such a selfish, bigoted, un American speech. Well, and yes, I guess he would. But why is he acting this way? Kent, well, offhand, I think it's only of only two reasons, Dix. Well, in such as Kent first, it's just possible that Batman doesn't know what he's doing because he's sick. Men is sick as a result of something fed or injected to him But a serious Mr. Jones. Robin, that, but he doesn't seem sick. His eyes are clear and his voice. Your moments they were just the same as always. Okay, yes, but his thoughts and his actions were entirely different from that what they what they were always were, no Dick. I just I should just say Batman's sick or else or else what? Well Kent, well, it's something I'd rather not talk about. It seems too utterly fantastic. Well no oh, come on, Miss Kent, tell me please. Kent okay, uh, no, I'd rather check on my theory first. Look, Batman said he had another speaking engagement for tonight at Willow Falls, didn't he? I went, uh-huh. Kent, oh, in huh Kent. Well, wait. I'll go to Willow Falls, and before this night is over, I'm going to find out if Batman's sick or whether, or well, the other thing. Robin, swear I'll go with you, Kent. No, Dick. You're still a little groggy. Robin, I'm oh, no, no. I'm okay. No, I want honest. I want to go, Mister Kent. Kent, I'd rather you didn't, Dick. I want to talk to Batman alone. Well, I will. oh, reluctantly, well, okay, Kent, good fellow, now get your coat and take your, I'll take you over to Jim Olsen's house. Well, Jim Olsen, who's what for? Kent, because of second theory is right, you might be in danger, so I'll rather you but someplace else uh, in some place elsewhere than your home until I get back. Well, oh, don't worry about me, I can take care of myself, Kent, well, Robert says, Do I know what that gives with Batman? I want to be at home in case he calls and needs me. Okay, well if that's the way you want it alright, Dick. I'll run you home. I'll hop you I'll hop to Willow Falls. Right out with Batman. Come on, let's go. Off the scene safety safety's ho- home, Batman secretly resumes his true identity then as superman. He sweaks thirty miles north to the bustling town Willow Falls flying. Then again, assuming his disguise, a wild man is respected. Clark Kent approaches the Willow Falls Opera House. Crowds are filling in the building, outside of which is a life-size lithograph of Batman in costume. A huge sign which reads, Batman speaks to you tonight. Making his way to the stage door, Kent speaks with the doorman. Kent, my name is Clark Kent, a reporter of Metro-Strusser's Daily Planet. I'd like to interview what Batman, Bat, the doorman isn't here yet. Kent, are you sure? It's 9.45. I notice it's scheduled to speak at 9 o'clock. though I know, but he phoned a little while ago, so he may be late. Kent, you did huh? do yeah. He's driving up from Metropolis. He said he could have had some trouble with his car, but it's been here about 9.30, uh, thereabouts. Can I see? Do you mind if I come in and wait for him? No, I don't mind. Come on in. Don, come. No, I don't mind. Come in. Kent, thanks. do as Kent enters the tower of house at Willow Falls, to wait for Batman, Robin, is a in his house in the middle of the a book, and rests and worries. So it tosses it away and turns on the radio. One lady snaps him off and takes a piece of the floor. Then, when the phone rings, he very leaps across the room to answer it. Ring! Robin, eagerly, Hello! Batman, is that you? Robin? Robin, is Batman. Batman. Check. Listen, chum. Batman, where are you, Batman? What happened to you? I'm so worried, but I'm going nuts. Batman, take it easy. I couldn't explain everything. Warren, well, starts playing start explaining, Mr. Kent. Things you're sick in the head. I know it can't be that. Batman chuckles dryly. Kent thinks I'm sick, huh? Warren, where? He went up to Willow's Fall to see you. Is that where you are now? Batman, no, I'm in Metropolis. Wayne, you are? We can't. Well, come on home right now. We get this all straightened out. I can't come home now, dark Robin. Batman, I can't come home now, Bat Robin. Batman, Robin, why not? Batman, because I've got a big job on. I'm a, I'm, because I'm on a big job, but big. Robin, job for the police department? Batman, bigger than that. Robin, the government? Batman, I can't tell you more over the phone. Robin, listen, you can't see it uh, can't use a hand on this job? Can I can I help? but yes, that's the reason I called you. I need you, Tom. they Yeah talking my language. Just see where and when, pappy. Batman. Do you know where the whole river hotel is? Well no the river hotel, it seems it's either to me. Remember it's an old dump down on the river waterfront. Batman, that's it. I'm there now, Robin three one four Robin three one four. Batman, check. Now get this. Robin are listening. Batman, keep this strictly off the on the OT. Don't tell Kent or even Alfred. I know they called you. Or where you going, understand? Robin, I'll make like a clown, puppy. Good Batman, good. Get your horse get on your horse then. Robin get set for big surprise. Now hurry. Versus is Dick Racing, Robin has just survived a river hotel at Ancient decaying evil smelling structure situated in an area of the waterfront where many of the shady elements of the city convert conjugate. A small painted peeled lobby furnished with a new few stagging holes, hair chairs, two few furtive eyed men glance sharply Robin and quickly look away the sleepy blurred eyed Kirk. the switchboard seems to take no notice, the youngster. He walks swiftly to rickety, uncovered stairs, and takes them two at a time, third and top floor, where there's a single electric bulb where he seems to make shadows deeper. But then he reads the numbers differently on cheap-scored doors. Finally he finds room 314, another Batman's given him. At the end of the hall he stops and knocks on the door. Knock. Heavyset, come in. Open door. Back, Robin. Hi, Batman. What the? Stepping so into the room, Robin stops. He sees a bald, heavyset, untreated man sitting on a chair, facing a wall. his hand, the man holds a revolver. But he points at Robin. Another man, very tall and thin, and long, short, short sleeves, long lounges alongside the door. There is no one else in the room. Then, as Robin starts to step back with the heavyset man, the chair calls out. Harry said, stay right where you are, silly boy. Close the door, Lou. Door closes. Well, I mean, where's what's the idea? Where's Batman? Harry said. Dyes chuckled. You wanna know where Batman is? Huh? Well, I mean, yeah, what's so funny? Where is he? Where, what goes on here? Harry said, you find out by Man boy. You'll find out, but you ain't gonna like it. No, you ain't gonna like it at all. What does this mean? Was Wolverine deliberately led into an ambush by Batman? It hardly seems possible. But then other then other things, Batman has done since his strange reappearance have hardly seemed possible too. What will happen to Wolverine? Superman's thirty miles away in Willow Falls and aware of this latest and serious development. Find out more in chapter in episode five. Vengeance of Superman Batman's Great Event Mystery Episode five of the disappearing mysteriously for almost two weeks of brainless Batman apparently reappeared in a podium. Torium delivered a rebel raising un American speech, then confronted by Robin, his young companion Batman struck the unbelievable youngster knocking him out. They had a short time Robin being brought home by Superman received a fellow phone call, apparently from Robin Batman. They told him to come alone by sh- to a shady hotel on the waterfront. He could explain his strange actions. When Robin arrived there, he walked into an ambush. Meanwhile, unaware of this development, Superman disguised as a reporter clerk, Kent, was the Opera House in Willow Falls, 30 miles away, where Batman was delivering another speech. He left the stage and walked in the wings, followed by the applause of the crowd. Kent stepped forward to meet him. Kent, just a minute, Batman. Batman, Kent, what are you doing? Kent, I want to talk to you. Batman here. Yeah, what about Kent? About Robin? Other things. Batman. Look, I haven't got time to discuss this, Kent. You'll take time. You and Robin are closest brothers. You practically pulled him out. Batman. Well, what's that you? What? What are you getting at, Kent? A few years ago at Metro Repertory, you struck him, and knocked him out. Batman. So what? They'll pay for it, Kent. That's not like you, Batman. You never spoke Robin before, or talked about, talked like this about him. Was why well, you never made rubber raising an American speeches before. So, you're very is going on. I tend to find out what it is. And look, Kent, I don't tend to stand here and argue with you. I told you you expecting some phone calls at my hotel. Good night. Kent, don't, no, you don't, Batman. Well, you're going right, stay right here until we've straightened this out. Batman, take your hands off me, Kent, or, Kent, or what? Will you try to stop me too? Batman, yes, I might forget myself and do just that. Kent you would be smart, would it, considering I am? Batman, you think I'm afraid of you because you're pulled off of some big newspaper you're crazy. Kent, well I didn't mean that because I'm I didn't mean that because I'm a reporter. Batman, what did you mean then? Kent you don't you know? Batman no I don't know what you're talking about. I don't care. I'm going to Willow Falls Hotel. Kent, wait a minute. Steel fingers locked in the back of my light cushion, the man's arm. Kent holds it fast, and there's a strange expression in his eyes, gazing into the Mars face for him. He hears his own voice, the voice of Silverman, talking to him. Kent, Batman is the only man in the world who knows that I, Silverman and Clark Kent, but this man does not know it. Batman, say, what's the matter with you? Kent, so was I, so I was right. Bam, what do you mean? Take your hands off me, Kent. Kent, first I thought you were acting the way because you were afraid of Jones, may man who said you knew Batman's real identity. But now I think I've got this I got the situation figured out. Batman he means me, Kent. Keep on talking. Kent, later, go to your hotel. I'm seeing you again. Very soon. It's dark enough in this alley. So out in the village clothes, I need Inspector Henson. Help in a hurry. I'll get back to office in two shakes it ran. There we are. Set now. Up and away flying and moving. flying. Kent, I tell you, Inspector. I know what I'm talking about. Neither Batman is mentally ill. Jones may have done something to him, affect his mind. I asked the man in the costume, not Batman. And is he not Batman? Why that's ridiculous, Kent. Kent, I know it sounds fantastic, Inspector. Because this fellow certainly looks and talks exactly like Batman. Well, look, I'll put him to a test. As in, where? What kind of tests? Kent, there's a sudden secret that only Batman and I know. Has in, yeah. Kent, the masked man didn't know it. Has in, what's the secret? Kent, I can't tell you that. Take my word for it. It's that a real Batman couldn't possibly forget it. As in, unless he was mentally ill. As I see. As I see, Kent. Look here. Look, you have a record of Batman's foot fingerprints, don't you? he mm-hmm. so, certainly, certainly, Kent. Fine, now, this guy, he says he's Batman, is staying in Windows Hotels tonight. They're 50 miles away. So why don't you make a fine excuse for walking in on him and picking pick out a sample of his fingerprints. Then you can check them out on the prints of your phone. Your I suppose I could do that. Kent do you do it, Inspector? Prince, match with know he's real Batman. If he meant, when he meant he's mentally sick, if he don't match. Henson, ah, but it seems ridiculous, Kent. Kent, I know, but... Henson, how could a phony, clever as he may be, do such a perfect job of impersonating him that it could even fall back, Robin? So, Kent, I don't know. I've heard of everyone in the world is supposed to have a double somewhere, Henson. Yeah, I heard that too. But you can't, Kent. Okay. Now this fellow could look enough like Batman naturally, but he knows but to need to need much fixing. He couldn't be trained to imitate his voice, and manners and so forth, Anderson. But who would do all that? Go to trouble? Why, Kent? Okay. Phonetics. We're dealing with a bunch of industrialists. In- Phonetics here. Phonetics are glue any moment. Go do. We'll go to any trouble. The gain is suffrage ends is another thing. Ezra, what's that? Kent, a Batman's a very rich man. He went out of the way in his spare make off of his fortune. Ezra, aha, uh-huh. well, that makes sense. Now maybe you got something, Kent. Kent, you go through the fingerprint test, Inspector. a well, I can only do it in one condition. Kent, Kent, okay, what's that? is that someone who's closely connected Batman in this case Robin comes an official complaint, including a statement of his belief that if the real Batman's met the foul play now being impersonated, Kent. Okay, Robin will do that. Come on, Inspector, we'll go out of the, to his house right now. Where's Robin Alfred? Alfred I don't know, mister Kent, sir. Kent what? Alfred, he went about an hour ago, I've received a phone call. With Johnny Harry he was too. Ken, I don't like that. Isn't where did he go, Alfred? Alfred oh, he tell me, Inspector. Yes, he said he's going to meet a man at the waterfront somewhere. Ken on the waterfront, Alfred. Yes, sir. Why he was getting and singing? I was sure it was Batman who called him. Isn't Batman? Ken, did you say see that? Alfred, no, sir. He wouldn't say, sir. Say, sir? And I asked him if it was Batman he was going to meet. He simply winked and said, mustn't talk, Alfred. Everything will be right again now. Kent, that's funny. Batman is supposed to be in Willow Jack Falls. I think Willow Falls, sir? Kent, yes, Henderson. Ah, say, that's right, Kent. Why, shouldn't, why should you tell Robin to meet him on the waterfront? Kent, he wouldn't unless. Henderson would unless what? Ken, unless he's a phony as so I suspect look, it. you better get your men to the waterfront to look for Robin some right? Kent, I'm going back to Willow Fools to shake the truth of their fellow who calls himself Batman so long racing outside the house Kent pauses beside a he- dark hedge and quickly his enemies is a up, up and away Line. Then the men and the steel, high, high into the starry sky, streaks northward, round for Willow Falls, in a shocking surprise. A streaking in the Willow Falls, the man has secretly resumed his disguise, the clerk clerk, mild-mannered and respected reporter. did he join him now, he's speaking in the clerk at the Willow Falls Hotel. Kent, what room is Batman in, please? Clerk Batman's not here, he checked out. Kent checked out when? Clark, oh, about an hour for an hour ago, I'd say. Kent, where did he go? Do you know? Clark, no, sir, I don't know. As a matter of fact, I did d- 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 ask him, you see, I wasn't able to hear him speak tonight. Says so I'm off duty tomorrow. I was hoping I might hear him. He's speaking somewhere nearby. Kent, well, what did he say? Clark, he said he'd, be, he'd been called away on important business. Well, I didn't. S- He'll be making a, any other speeches for a while. Kent, oh, did he leave a would address? Kent, did he leave a forwarding address? Clark, no sir, he didn't. Dismayed Clark Kent who's Superman stands in a small hotel lobby, feels unremembertly helpless, And a true state of affairs become crystal clear in his mind. Kent, of course, I might have known it would happen. He's a phony, now he's got rid of Robin and gone into hiding. Now what do I do? How can I find them? Is Superman right in believing the man who appeared in my for of yesterday, with not a real Batman, but a clever and villainous impersonator. You so, what does happen to the real Batman and to Robin? You'll hear more in episode 6, coming soon to you, the listener.